0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? Welcome back everyone to Buff Hubby, Buffalo Rumble's podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. And today, I am coming to you from a different state, a different time zone entirely. I actually just had an amazing uh, family emergency. (laughs) I hate saying family emergency because I had to pick up and go. Uh, Long story short, just wanna wish my brother and his spouse congratulations, both of my brothers, on adopting a beautiful baby girl. Um, And so all the family has joined here. (laughs) All the big family has joined here in uh the amazing state sunshine state of florida and um unfortunately this week i was not able uh to host the well-known buffalo bills running back carlos williams coming out of fsu um you know definitely thank him for uh still trying to stay open with his schedule in the future so i'll have him on most likely for the second uh patriots matchup there but Guys, obviously a huge week. This will probably be a short podcast. I'm going to try to keep it, um, you know, short and sweet. But also, going to definitely want to get, get into some analytics here um, from what I saw in this week going into the Annapolis Colts uh, matchup. Obviously, a lot to talk about as far as you know what the offense should do, um, what the defense should do, and obviously we saw COVID. Uh, you know, strike the offensive line that's already depleted with Spencer Brown going out. So obviously, a huge blow. Everyone's worried about on Twitter. Um, but you know, the, the proof is in the pudding for the Bills, right? We're we're believing that they definitely have what it takes. Uh, they have the pieces in place to be prepared for situations like this. But you know, we're noticing that in the past, the issue has occurred where we have a very inconsistent offensive line, and it's really shown that the bills are a very very lackluster team without an offensive line Uh, Devin Singletary has no uh, he shows no upside Uh, you know you look at guys like you know on the rise with uh, you know Zach Moss you know they kind of look like they don't even belong in the offense when the offensive line isn't uh, juiced up and going Um, obviously they don't have the same kick uh you know that uh you know a guy like LaShawn McCoy would give you where he could literally run to the left and be like nope The offensive line's already breaking down. He pulls all the way to the right. But, uh, you know, we're starting to see the emergence with the two touchdowns that came out of Matt Breida and the Jets matchup. So, you know, a a very, very solid, um, you know, game by the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, you want to see them finish it a little bit differently. And, you know, it's funny because you see the the Patriots score, uh, you know, over 40 points and so do the Bills. And it's almost like they're competing against each other without even knowing it before that matchup comes. And you're just... You're looking at the defense and what they led up, and you're looking at the, what the uh, New England defense led up, and it was against a great team in the Cleveland Browns. I say great team because, I mean, look, uh, this is a team that was uh, primed and ready to, you want OBJ left to take over the AFC North, and um, they're a playoff team. And um, you know, look at you know the New England Patriots, they, they look like the Bills of latter years where they're trying to prove themselves. And um, coming off a very atrocious year with Cam Newton, um, but you know, here we go. The Bills are set and ready to face a solid team out of Indianapolis, and you know, what we are believing is that Jonathan Taylor <laughs> can most likely put up 150 yards on the ground. Um, that's not even including off a scrimmage you know, with, out of the passing yards and whatnot. You know? So we're going to get into who's active and who to watch out from their offense, and then we'll talk about the Bills' offense. All right, so as far as I see on offense, you got tackle Eric Fisher. He did not practice on Wednesday. Um, you got a guy in Quentin Nelson. You got Jack Doyle. Obviously notable names on a playoff-ready team. So my perception coming off of this game, they're kind of in the same boat that the Bills are. So why do I say that? Because obviously you're winning You're winning at the line of scrimmage in this league right now. I feel like a lot of what we're seeing after being able to digest and, you know, Get get through a couple of rants and a couple of weeks where you're trying to, you know, decipher what's actually going wrong. If you look at every single football team that's having trouble against teams that have a terrible schedule, it's at the line of scrimmage, either defensively or offensively. Something is missing, right? So you're looking at this, you know, injury report uh, going into week 11, and what you're obviously seeing is, you know, their offensive line is is dealing with some trouble. And it's funny because then you look at the defensive side of the football real quick. Darius Leonard, (laughs) you know, their main guy in the middle, uh, you know, linebacker, he did not practice uh, with an ankle and a hand injury. So, you know, and then you got DeForest Buckner, defensive tackle, abdomen, throat, back. I mean, you can't, you can't make this up, right? Um, You know, the injuries are starting to mount up. And what we're understanding out of this league right now is if you want to get in the playoffs, you need to be able to rely on your depth. What does that exactly mean? Well, that just means like, at some point throughout the season, yes, you want these guys to be regular starters, but they've got to be able to rotate just to keep them healthy healthy until the playoffs hit. Because you know we got a longer season, um, a, a lot higher expectations going into this year. Uh, you know, obviously you got a lot of fans in the stands, so it, it definitely does change the momentum of games. It can swing things really quick, uh, and we've seen that. You know, when players get under duress, and I am one that you know I've, I've criticized Josh Allen on being able to. You know, maybe he needs to start learning how to get his motions better in check when you know he's trying to make a play and it's you know the play's not there and you know that you're seeing the Josh Allen of old. I think the I think the crowd has a lot to do with that, but it's not just Josh, not just Josh Allen. It's several quarterbacks. It's several players. But um, what do you do in these moments? What do you do in these games? You rely on the names that got you there. Yes, Josh Allen is a guy you can rely on, but Josh Allen has to lean and rely on Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Sean McDermott, I don't know if you listened to me. <laughs> I don't know if Josh Allen did, but two weeks ago I was talking to Jamie D'Amico and um, you know, I was just raving about, man, like what are the when are the Bills gonna throw fade routes? Like when are they gonna start trusting these guys one-on-one and just throw it up in the red zone? And they finally started to try it. And <laughs> you saw Stefan Diggs on the second play look at Josh and say, throw it back to me. I'm one on one. And that's exactly what he did. And, um, you know, the Bills are starting to really open up their offense. But, again, that offense is only going to take flight whenever they can score points. We can see the numbers. You know, we can see Josh throw 400 yards. But that 400 yards, if you want to win a Super Bowl against these teams nowadays, you need 400 yards with three or four touchdowns. Um, So... You don't want to just see him do that with his legs. You want to see him do it in a way where he's keeping himself out of danger, right? So, throwing those one on ones to Stephon Diggs is a big deal. And now they're going to be forced to double coverage, uh, you know, put double coverage on Stephon Diggs. So, now that we got Nosk, Dawson Knox back, you know, there's a lot of elements that the Bills are going to be able to lean on. And I think that was one thing that really shines out, especially because I don't really see anyone in their cornerback position at the Colts position that can really match up well against the Diggs at the safety position. I would say they are stout, just as stout as the bills are. I think they're just awesome. Fantastic players. They got back there. Um, very similar to, you know, Hyde and Poyer. They're able to really play off each other really well. So you see, you're going to see a lot of Tampa too. So what will the bills do against that? Right? How do they lean? Well, I think if you're asking me speed kills and in between those zones, you saw what happens one safety can't cover two guys in the backfield. <laughs> it's like everyone loves it. Um, the wheel route. I think the wheel route's going to play, a, you know, it's going to be a big trend in this game with both running backs being able to either swing out to the right, swing out to the left. And if nothing's there, they're going to try to, you know, go upfield and make a play. And, you know, that's something that really starts to develop as, uh, you know, opportunities are given to really, you know, speedy, great players. So hopefully this is a week where we start to see more of an emergence out of Matt Breida. But yeah, I am projecting uh, Stefan Diggs to have another monster game. You got, you know, one of their top cornerbacks, Xavier Rhodes, practiced the first time in two weeks, and so there's a good chance he returns as long as he doesn't suffer a setback. But, you know, fact is, is they got to get through the rest of this week of practice, right? Um, I am recording this on Thursday, and obviously it's going to be airing for all of you ladies and gentlemen on Friday. So, there's a lot to look forward to in this week. This is a week that you know everyone's raving about the Jets game. You know what? I think it's great to see the Bills do great, obviously. But if you're going to speak from a place of maybe just not being a fan, but just being like a, someone who watches football, you want to see the Bills really start to peak at this point in the season. Now, I get people who are like, well, you want to peak later in the season. I understand that. They still can do that. But look at the matchups that are coming up. Are you telling me you don't want the Bills to do great on Thanksgiving after this and then against the Patriots and then against Tom Brady and then against the Patriots again? <laughs> if you're asking me, um, you know Thursday night football is going to be something everyone wants to watch, right? I know maybe you're listening to this. You've already seen it. Um, I'm going to be prepared to watch it pretty soon. And you know one thing for me that I'm going to be watching is what kind of progression has Mac Jones really developed? It can't be a fluke. You know they're above 500 now. The Pats are trailing the Bills by a game. So if Buffalo really wants to turn up the heat, they might want to think about doing it right now, <laughs> because these matchups are going to be the matchups that are going to really tell the tale about who deserves to be in the playoffs. Um, and obviously, this this could come down to a tiebreaker between you know the next four games between you know the Pats and the Bills. So you want to see. You know, Josh Allen and company really start to put pedal to the metal, especially against this crew that they face back in the playoffs, um, you know, and start to really lean on the guys that they lean on and, and get the ball get the ball to them in open space. Um, so let's talk about the Colts real quick, though. I don't want to just, you know, jam the bills down everyone's throat because I know some people are listening and they're just like, okay, but we know the Colts are a threat. How are they a threat? Well, for one, you got to give credit where it's due. Carson Wentz is playing solid. I... <laughs> I mean, he's back with Frank Reich. Frank Reich knows him, and he's developed him. Coming off of an MVP season before he got hurt, you know, it was Frank Reich that really just pulled the treasure out of what Carson Wentz can do in the NFL. And one thing that I see out of Carson Wentz is he can he can get it done when it matters. Um, it's just one of those things where he always has that threat of, you know, if you're watching him play. Is he going to get injured again? Is he going to get injured again? So you're always looking at Carson Wentz kind of play a little sloppy, and that's just kind of the way he plays. It's a lot sloppier than, you know, Josh Allen because Josh Allen's quicker. Let's be real. Carson Wentz was athletic, big, strong, strong arm, but you just kind of got the sense with him that if he gets in trouble, you felt like something could go wrong, kind of like what happened with Tony Romo in his career. So, yes, he's a threat but you know that you can force them into making really dumb mistakes. Um, but again, you look at the same thing with Josh Allen, same thing can be said, right? If the protection isn't there, if the plays aren't you know, drawn up well. So I'm going to believe with Frank Reich looking at this game, he's going to say, we weren't so far off at beating this team in the playoffs. We weren't, we weren't so far off. Defensively, we have to play better. We have to be able to contain Stephon Diggs, which I don't believe is really going to be something they can do throughout the entire game. Um, so offensively they're going to try to probably hit Buffalo where it hurts early and often and it's probably going to be on the ground when you look at Starla Tulele, uh dealing with injury um, so on and so forth I mean, we, <laughs> we, got, we got Tremaine Edmonds so I have a feeling they're going to try to punch it up the gut a lot, test us deep in play action and it's going to be one of those things with who is going to make a play when it matters for the Bills T.Y. Hilton is there Pittman's playing great. Uh, his, he's in his second year, and he was fingertips away from really uh, putting the Bills behind in the playoffs. So, I think they have solid talent. You look at Doyle; you know he's injured, so I believe you know he has a he has a good chance to play this weekend. But in the event he doesn't, that's a big that's a big deal for their offense. But you look at their offensive line; it's kind of the same you know tail of the tape. So, what do the Bills do? I think you start seeing a lot of linebackers at the you know at the line of scrimmage. You know, mocking. We're going to blitz everyone, bring the house, and then we you know, send a couple in a zone, send a couple in the flat to stop the running backs from being able to pull it deep. And we play more man-to-man, and we test these guys with one man deep. I really think we're going to see a lot of that. One man deep, man-to-man coverage, bringing the house on Carson Wentz, forcing him into situations he doesn't want to be in. He's not going to be able to roll out. He's going to have to make the big play with his arm. Um, so I really do think that's going to be where the Bills would want to get. But you can't get there, right? until you establish the line of scrimmage. So if you're going to ask me who wins this game, I believe just like many big games, you are going to win it at the line of scrimmage. So for Josh Allen and company, we're probably going to have to start figuring out how to get Matt Breida going in the running game. And whether if that's in more stretch plays, toss plays, you know, pitch, whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to say out of shotgun, um, this is another game where I'm looking at Brian Dable and I'm like, "Dude, I, you got to bring this home for us." You know, all of Bills fans' hopes are basically relying on you and what your game plan is going to be because the defense has shown, even with setbacks. I've said this earlier. I talked to uh, actually, uh, you know, I think you guys know Mace. You know, he's on the Cover One uh, Network now on the Air Raid Podcast with uh, with Tilt. So. I talked to him before and I said, I do not see any regression from a coaching standpoint out of Leslie Frazier. I have seen more of a regression out of Brian Dable on trying to figure out how to get his playmakers going. But I feel like defensively, uh, just like a lot of people would tell you, defensively, it's a lot easier earlier in the season to get going. But you're seeing we're in the middle of the season and it looks like the the defense is they are getting it going. You had Tremaine Edmonds out. And in comes AJ Klein against supposedly an offense that was on the rise. I don't want to hear it, right? Mike White was basically their crown prince and they, they had weapons that they could use. And it just seemed like they could never get anything going. This was AJ Klein, ladies and gentlemen, at the middle linebacker position with Matt Milano. So we got depth there linebacker position has debt. So even if Tremaine doesn't go, I still believe that this defense can, they can make plays when it counts. Um, but again, will the offense answer? So I am asking Brian Dable now, what do you have in your back pocket for a team that is primed and ready for the playoffs? And quite frankly, I think a couple of steps more ahead than they were with Phillip Rivers last year. So uh, I would love to hear you guys' feedback on twitter again my name is steve vega this has been another podcast on buffalo rumblings out of buff hub thank you for your time and to all of you out there that may have someone um, that has been adopted i you know i commend you like awesome for you guys i think it's a beautiful process um and it's an amazing thing so and i heard that you know i saw the feature with aj klein and how he's connected to that whole thing so um yeah i get to get back to my family But it's been good chatting with you guys. Thank you for your time. I'm sorry the voice quality wasn't as magnificent as it was in the past weeks. Um, I did not have my mic with me, but I do have my laptop, and I'm super excited about this matchup. So if you're listening, go Bills. Have a safe weekend, and enjoy your time with your family.